You know, I was really surprised and delighted by Blind Spotting. This was a collaborative project between two East Bay natives, David Diggs and Raphael Cassel. And this film explores the juxtaposition of race, perceptions, and gentrification in Oakland, California. Grab a cold one and settle in. This is Whiskey and Popcorn. All right, we start our story with Colin, played by the Grammy and Tony Award-winning David Diggs, as he attempts to survive his last three days of probation unscathed and out of trouble. This isn't easy, with his best friend, Miles, who is white, and seems to get into trouble wherever the two of them go. They work as movers for a local company, and when Colin is returning the work truck late at night, He witnesses an unlawful police shooting, and this is of a young black man. Colin is crippled with nightmares, close calls with the police, and growing concern for what happens when he's around Miles and how his hometown is changing with the tech-savvy gentrification of their neighborhood. This is honestly perfectly timed story, struggling with friendship, intersectionality of race, class and the changing scene of Oakland. Mm-hmm. What I really liked in this film is how it truly forces you to look at a variety of situations from different perspectives. So you see Colin working extra hard to not be in situations that could violate his probation. Uh, like at the opening of the movie, he's in his car with Miles and another friend, and the car is full of guns. And Miles think that's great, how cool, awesome, yeah, whatever. And Colin is just like, get me out of the car. Like, I don't want to be anywhere near this. I got to be home by 11. What is this? Oh, 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 hey, hey, I I would like to get out. Look at this. I'm better wearing the glove, though. Yeah. I I ain't trying to go back to jail. $200. Not Colin's gun. Very nice. Oh, I just got an Uber pickup. (laughs) You got it. Is this an Uber? Hell yeah. And then, of course, you know, we have Miles and his perspective. And, you know, he grew up with Collins in this poor neighborhood filled with minorities. And he's white, but he grows up acting uh, black. Uh, You know, he's wearing things like grills and, you know, chains. And he's a quick fire rapper and he's using the slang terms of the area. And he is of that culture. That's how he was raised and grew up. And then you have Miles' son, who is biracial, and is learning to say things like, don't shoot, because he looks like a person of color. So it's really interesting how they're playing with with all these ideas of race and where you grow up. Sometimes it is a little bit heavy-handed in how they show all this. There's a scene where they literally have a psychology textbook, and they talk about personal biases and we get to see there that there are blind spots for both Colin and Miles. It's not just one-sided. Even though this is Colin's story, we get to see all these perspectives. And I love that it grapples with these intense ideas of race and class and gentrification. This film is going to be a cultural touchstone for years to come. I kind of like the heavy-handedness. It's it's a very heavy 
well-built movie, and it's really from a group of basically no-namers. This is a breakout Sundance movie for the director, Carlos Lopez Estrada. David and Rafael just blew me away on this one. Now, you may recognize David because he was Thomas Jefferson and Marquise de Lafayette in Hamilton. And David and Raphael are actually friends in real life. Uh, you know, there's these raw emotions that boil over in almost every scene. I, I mean, you could feel the tenseness in the air. The funny moments reminded me to breathe in between <laughs> scenes or I probably would have passed out. Yeah, I really liked that part of the film. I mean, I actually laughed a lot in this movie. The trailer led me to believe that the film would start funny but then get very serious. But the humor was actually maintained throughout. And speaking of like how the film is structured, it's not quite a musical, but hip-hop and rap is woven in throughout the film. Um, and it starts becoming more and more prevalent in the actual dialogue as we reach the climax of the movie. And there's some very theatrical elements like the rap scenes that are inserted in uh, David's dream sequence, for example. And then there's some really like maximalist scenes where Colin is running through uh, a cemetery and he sees black people standing on the graves. And one thing you guys might kind of get out of this film is like a Spike Lee sort of vibe. But I think it would be really unfair to compare this movie to anything that Spike Lee has done. Blind Spotting is really doing its own thing, and I think it's doing it well. It's all parts strong scripting and acting with stylish, of the moment storytelling techniques, and it just really, really packs a punch. You know, they, they cover the most important bases on the race struggle that's present day. You know, police brutality, the struggle for a convicted man of color to return to society, and what it really means to be black. Is it your neighborhood or is it your skin color? Or is it something completely different? Estrada is a filmmaker to definitely keep an eye on because if this is how he starts his career, I'm excited to see what he has next. Me too. Now, word on the street is this will be released on Amazon, so make sure to up your Amazon Prime accounts ASAP. I will do that. <laughs> well, that's it for this episode. Be sure to subscribe to us. We're on iTunes and Spotify. You can also follow us on SoundCloud. And, of course, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening.